Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Everything Ema podcast, part of the Heartland College Sports Podcast Network. I'm your host, Joe Tillery, and I got to say, I hope you're having a wonderful day. It is a bright and beautiful Wednesday here in Kansas City, and I hope it's the same for you. Before we do get into this episode today, if you've listened to the podcast a couple times, or even if this is your first time listening, if you think it's something you're going to like, or if it is something you've enjoyed in the past, go ahead and hit the rating review on wherever you're listening to this podcast at, whether it's Apple Music or Spotify, leave a five-star rating and send it over to Pete Mundo. You can find him on Twitter at Pete Mundo or Pete Mundo at heartlandcollegesports.com. Screenshot that review and send it his way, and we will have a free Heartland College Sports koozie sent directly to you, and it will be ready for the rest of the summer. I mean, I know we're winding down here in August, but it's still good. I mean, there's nothing wrong with using a koozie in September and October. I mean, everything's going to be okay with that front. But we appreciate you guys listening and interacting, as well as helping us cross 9,000 followers on Twitter. That's an incredible landmark, and we are so grateful for all of you. If you haven't seen the post, we had a couple of ourselves, myself included, chug some beers and post them on Twitter. So we had myself, Derek Duke, and Matthew Postens post just chugs in honor of 9,000. I ended up shotgunning. And had to rip one out for the boys, so I did my best. Uh, we ripped the gun pretty fast, but it wasn't anything crazy. But if you haven't seen that, go ahead and check that out on Twitter. That's at the Heartland College Sports Twitter. Other than that, guys, we've got something interesting to talk about today. Now, I've talked a lot about basketball. I've talked a lot about football. I've talked about just, you know, expectations. And I've talked about things going forward of who's going to be the next guy to commit. What high school players looking at K-State? What's the future look like? Today, I've got to talk about a current member. Someone that I'm still enamored by, blown away by. And I have to mention it because I, I wouldn't have had this idea if it wouldn't have been for 15 minutes ago, my YouTube recommendations. So shout out YouTube recommendations. They know what they're targeting, to say the least. I watched this video and I want to give a shout out to the person. So let me pull it up here. Casey Gamer one made a video and it's called Will Howard the Butcher. And that's the nickname. I am so blown away by Will Howard's journey with K-State. And I know we all take it for granted and it's quick to say, well, we know the story. Yeah, you know, backup quarterback first couple of years came in when Skyler got injured and basically was thrown into the spotlight, the development the kid has shown and the patience and the commitment has been otherworldly in the age of the transfer portal. A guy like Will Howard thrust into the starting lineup as a true freshman coming for Skylar Thompson while the team has serious Big 12 title aspirations. And I'll run you through, the, through his first three seasons. We'll talk about each of them just because of how, I mean, how different that is from the reality we're in right now. I mean, 2020 K-State football, it feels like a lifetime away, to say the least, but it was it was hard to watch once Skyler went down. So K-State starts off. This is how we're going to look, all right? So in 2020, and I know things are a little bit different. The first two games of the season were canceled uh, with Buffalo and Vanderbilt, but we started off playing Arkansas State. We lost to Arkansas State, which hurts. We did. 100% we lost. And the thing that really sucks is we lost our starting quarterback. You did. You lose Skyler Thompson against Texas Tech week three in a bad injury. Goes down for the season, done. Will Howard, a true freshman, comes in, finishes that game off with a 31-21 win, and all the signs pointed to it's, hey, good job, kid. 7-12, 173 yards, and a score in this game. That was Will's stat line. We all looked at that and said, you know what? This kid's got some ability. Let's see what happens here. In that season, and we all know how it went, it did not go well, K-State did start off the season with a massive win over Oklahoma, where Skylar Thompson, I believe, ran for four touchdowns in that game. It was a ridiculous game. Got him Sports Center top 10 honors and everything. K-State loses Skylar. Week three against Texas Tech. Then the next week, we played TCU with Will Howard at the helm. Howard finds another win, a 21-14 win over TCU. And I know at the time it was a different team, but that was Max Duggan. And I know Will Howard's stat line wasn't impressive, but listen to this. The guy goes 8 of 19, 117 yards and a pick. Okay, that's fair. He also had 13 carries for 86 yards and a touchdown. 
the dude was doing what needed to be done. However, while everything looked good, especially in the next week, we played Kansas. It's Kansas. They were bad at the time. It wasn't the same thing. Will went 17-24 for 243 and two scores. Deuce went off, both receiving and rushing. That's just kind of how it goes with against Kansas the last couple of years. And then things hit a turn. We hit a really bad slide, a tough slide of games that just did not work out for us. At the time, we're ranked 16th in the country with Will Howard as our starting quarterback. As a true freshman, we play West Virginia in Morgantown, and we get absolutely blown out. The magic ends, 37 to 10. Will Howard did not play good. It was a it was a Will Howard you know freshman season type game. 19 to 37, 184 yards, a touchdown, and three picks. Deuce in this game had some of the least rushing yards I've ever seen. Granted, we didn't run the football much when you're down by that much. Nine carries for 22 yards. It was a lone, confusing question mark game for Deuce. Then we played 20th-ranked Oklahoma State, and we lose 20-18, to and it hurt because we had a real chance to win that game. Next game, Iowa State. I know this game lives in a lot of our minds. 45-0. to That game's in Ames. Destroyed us. Absolutely floored us. It was horrible. Nick Ast was our starting quarterback in that. Just because Will, was, Will got hurt, I believe, or maybe was struggling. I can't remember specifically. But Nick Ast came into the game, and it was just... It was over. It was over from the first score. Realistically, it was. And I know it might be hard to sit here and listen to all of the hardships that came with this, but I'll continue on here in a second. Next up, Baylor K-State. They beat us on a last-second field goal after leading by 17 points in the second half. 32-31, K-State loses. Texas, number 19, Texas, puts up damn near 70 points on us, 69-31 to on December 5th. And that ends the season. It wasn't great. It was not great. That's how we'll say it. Was not great whatsoever. That was Will Howard's true freshman season. 90 of 168 for 53% completion percentage, 1,100 passing yards, 8 touchdowns, 10 interceptions. That was Will Howard's freshman season. And it was not good. But it wasn't expected to be ridiculous. You know, nobody was expecting Will to say, hey, I'm a first-team All-Big 12 guy as a freshman. That's not the situation we're in. 2021, Skylar Thompson once again goes down in a non-contact-related injury. And it was scary. It was in the non-con. We were playing Stanford. K-State wins 27, or excuse me, 24-7. Then we go K-State, Southern Illinois. Skylar Thompson goes down, non-contact injury, and it was a scary one. Where we all kind of sat there and said, okay, well, Skylar's done. So this is going to be another season of Will Howard. In that game, Skylar goes 3-4 of four before going down. 96 passing yards and a pick. And then Will Howard came in, had a similar stat line, but Deuce went off, so it helps with three, three touchdowns. Then the next game, Will Howard plays again in the non-con. That's against Nevada. Win that game, it wasn't too bad. 38-17, I believe. There were some rumblings of Jaron Lewis and a couple of other guys that might step up. But fortunately for K-State, Skylar Thompson returned. We were okay. And while it wasn't a great season overall, we saw some different dudes step in. Like, Jaron Lewis played against Oklahoma State. We lost to the 7th-ranked team in the country, so what are you going to do at that point? 31-20, that's okay. Skylar eventually returns. Skylar eventually returns, helps us out. Everybody basically seeing his injury thought it was a season-wide injury. I thought he was done for the year for sure. Does not. Does not kick him out. Guy's okay. Leads us to some wins down the stretch. K-State finishes off with a good season. Will really only saw action in one or two games. I mean, he didn't have much of a season as a sophomore, but 30-55 for 332, a touchdown and an interception. Then we get to 2022, and we all know what happened. And I just want to educate everybody and take you on a week-by-week basis. Because now it's easy to look back and say, you know how glamorous things were. We had Adrian Martinez, and it transitioned into Will Howard. Things went good. And then going from there, like we won the Big 12 championship for the first time in a decade. It was a great season. But I think when you look at it from the postseason perspective, rather than a week-by-week basis, 
it's a drastically different story. I mean, think about the excitement we had. Listen to all this, and I'll go game by game here. This is all to say how impressed I am with Will Howard. I'm still blown away by this, actually. You know, coming to fruition, having him achieve all this stuff after having, you know, back-to-back bad seasons. Like, not to say that he played much as a sophomore, but he had a lot of hardships and a lot of knocks early. And Will stayed true, stayed with it, stayed ready, and led his team to a Big 12 title. First game with Adrian Martinez at the helm. 34-0, South Dakota, sure. 40-12, Missouri. It would have been 40-6, but their head coach is an idiot. Then we lose the Tulane. 17-10, I'm sure you all remember that. Painful thing to watch. It was hard to be a part of, but that was just the gist of it. Then we take on Oklahoma, and that's Adrian Martinez's coming out party. Beats the Sooners at the time they were ranked. We beat them 41-34 in Norman. K-State has their number. What do you expect? Then we take down Texas Tech. In a, we've also had Texas Tech's number over the years, which is cool. 37-28 on October 1st. Second game of October. We have that gross game against Iowa State where we finish 10-9. We win that game. Just a hard game to be a part of. Malik Knowles had that long touchdown that was fumbled at the goal line. I mean, there's a lot of things you could look at question marks in that game. In that game, Adrian Martinez hurts his knee. He stuck it out, played the full game, but he did get hurt. The next week, Adrian lines up under center, takes one snap, says, I can't go in this. And Will Howard comes in. This is TCU, who hasn't lost at this point. They're 7-0. Will Howard comes in after K-State was down 10 points and leads to a hell of a comeback. Will in this game, 13 of 20, 225, two scores and a touchdown. Also ran for a touchdown, nine carries for 31 yards. And all of us were sitting there saying, ah, dang it, this season's gone. We're not doing it again. Will came in and balled. Yes, we lost that game. It was down the stretch. We let off the gas. After being up 28-10 to 10 at halftime, TCU came storming back and won 38-28. to 28. All of the things just kind of felt like, okay, so this team has the ability, but we didn't finish. Is this going to be, you know, a theme, a central theme, if Will Howard has to stay in, or if it's going to be, you know, Adrian Martinez returning? We don't know what the situation was. Will Howard comes back against Oklahoma State, a top 25 team, a team that's been one of the best in the country over the last decade. Mike Gundy's been incredible, and he's done great things in Stillwater. Both teams come into this game with a real chance to win this game and potentially move on to a Big 12 championship. K-State beats them 48-0. 48-0. Spencer Sanders goes 13-26 of 26 for a buck 47 and one pick. Then Gunnar Gundy has the infamous shaking hands you know, meme we've all seen a hundred times. That game happened. Will goes 21 of 37 for 296 and four scores. I mean, you can't script it better than that. A top 25 team, maybe even top 15 at the time, Will absolutely delivered against Mike Gundy, 48 to zero. And if you didn't see the quote, there was the handshake between Mike Gundy and Chris Kleiman, where Kleiman said, I think we played their best, our best game of the season against you. And Mike Gundy replied, well, you didn't have to do it this week. Something along those lines. Basically ended Oklahoma State's title hopes. Obviously, their quarterback situation would have kept him there, just in terms of injuries and things going on that way. But Adrian Martinez comes back. After Will Howard's gone 2-0, or excuse me, 1-0 as a starter, lost the TCU game but didn't start that game, comes in against Texas. Adrian Martinez is back. We have a chance to win it late. Gets the ball stripped. We lose 34-27. Heartbreaker. The next game. It's a statement win. If you lose this game, you don't get to the Big 12 title game. It's just not that, it's just not going to happen. K-State plays Baylor, a team that, you know, is two years removed from winning a title. Very, very good under Dave Aranda. Obviously, last season was a question mark, but they have a lot of upside at any given moment. Will Howard leads to another blowout in what was the coming out party for Ben Sennett. 31-3, K-State beats Baylor to advance to 7-3 at the time. Ben Sennett goes seven catches, 89 yards, and two scores, and just had shades of Travis Kelsey the entire game. It was incredible. Great game. Will Howard, 196-3 scores. 
And that started leading to the questions of, okay, do we roll with Will Howard? Do we roll with Adrian? What's going to happen? We continue with Will Howard. I don't know if Adrian was ready to go in the next couple of games or not. West Virginia comes in. We play West Virginia 48-31. to Will puts up 50 in damn near back-to-back games. We take on Kansas 47-27. to In two games, K-State has put up a total of 95 points. Like the dudes are ready to go, and Will Howard has got them firing on all fronts. Then you take on TCU, a Big 12 championship game where Will Howard makes every throw needed. And I know that game was a little too close for comfort, but Will Howard delivered. K-State wins 31-28. 200 yards, two scores, and a rushing touchdown for Will Howard in that game. And caps off what is known as one of the best seasons in K-State football history last year. And if you disagree with that, I know I know there's the aspect of we didn't win down the season. We didn't make it to a college football playoff game or anything crazy. But the amount of adversity that Chris Kleiman and the boys overcame, and Will Howard overcame, it baffles me to see how consistent he's been since then. And here's the thing. If it's not apparent right now, the jump that Will Howard made between sophomore year and junior year was because of all the work he did off the field. And here's the thing. If it isn't apparent right now, the reason Will had such a massive jump from his sophomore year to his junior year is because he worked on the field. He put in the work. He stayed consistent, worked with Adrian, worked with the quarterback's coach, worked with Colin Klein. He put in the work to be the starter, even though he wasn't the starter. All I'm saying now, this guy's the starter, and he's headed in. Do you know the amount of work he's put in in this position for this season? I will be baffled if Will Howard isn't the best quarterback in the Big 12. I will especially be baffled if he's not a top 10 quarterback in the country. Will has every single capability of stepping onto that field and being the best quarterback in the country. And I know that's going to sound stupid at first. People are going to disagree with me at first. But think about this. You've got a top three offensive line unit in all of college football. Nobody's touching Will Howard. And if they do, the guy's 6'4", like 240. It's going to take a big dude to take Will down. You've got a four-star running back in Sean Ward from Florida State. Obviously, Deuce leaves. That's a bit of a question mark, but you fill it with great guys behind him. DJ Giddens averaged six yards a carry. The pair of them averaged like six and a half yards a carry between the two of Giddens and Ward. That's a great fill. K-State's defense, you get Kobe Savage, one of the best defenders in the country back at the safety position. Daniel Green returns for another year. Guys, sideline to sideline, one of the best tacklers in K-State history. There's freshmen coming in that are massive that have a chance to really compete like Asa Newsom and a couple of different guys like that. There's freshmen that are stepping up. Every single person on this roster is ready to make a run. And it all starts with Will Howard. There's a reason that Chris Kleiman said what he said at Big 12 Media Days. He said everybody on this roster, this is the biggest difference, everybody on this roster knows that you can win a Big 12 championship with Will Howard as your quarterback. Everybody knows that. Not only in, in, in this roster, everybody in the Big 12 knows that Will Howard can win a Big 12 championship. You saw it last season against TCU, an undefeated squad. The only other team to beat TCU was Georgia. K-State and Georgia, the two teams that beat him last year. That's ridiculous. Will Howard has the ability this season, and I am so excited for it. We're less than a month away, guys. We are less than a month away. It's currently the 9th of August. They start up September 2nd against Southeastern Missouri. That's where we're at. SEMO comes to Manhattan September 2nd. And yeah, that's going to be a blowout. That's not going to be a game where you're like, wow, this is great to see. We love, uh, we love close, good football games. That's not going to be this game. It's going to be a 34-0. It's going to be a 40-0, 48-0, whatever the case is. Maybe three, maybe seven. There's going to be some opportunities that you see Will Howard take an even further step than we thought. He knows he's the starter at this point. Obviously, everybody knows he's the starter at this point. But what's different about Will, because we didn't win in the Sugar Bowl, 
We lost to Alabama. Alabama is one of the college football Mount Rushmore teams. Will knows in his heart that we could have beat those guys last year. And I know that Bryce Young played a perfect game. I know that they had Will Anderson and a ton of top draft picks. We started off with the first quarter 10-0 to against those guys. And then we let off the gas. Obviously, they turned it up a notch, but we let off the gas. K-State had an opportunity. They were in that game. And anybody who says they weren't, you know, I get it. First quarter collapse, first half collapse, whatever you want to say. You're one throw from Will on fourth and one before halftime from going in with a bigger lead, with a seven-point lead. We missed the throw on fourth and one, overthrow Ben Sennett by a hair. They come down the field and score. Game was over at that point. That's a massive momentum swing right before half. And then you give one of the best rosters in college football motivation. So what I'm seeing from Will, he's motivated. He knows we can get to that college football playoff. He knows we can beat those dudes. Our roster is set for that. Chris Kleiman's the guy. So you combine a top 10 quarterback in college football, a top 10 coaching unit in college football. Chris Kleiman, as his his own personal self, probably a top 5 coach in college football. Maybe top 10 if you want to stretch that. You've got the best offensive line in the Big 12, some would say the country. And and you're not crazy for making that case. I mean, Cooper Beebe hasn't given up a sack his entire career. There are so many great things about this roster. If everybody can stay healthy, and you get Colin Klein up there in the booth, Colin plays for another year. The sky is the limit. I know that's corny to say, but it really is the opportunity to get to the college football playoff. And even if for some reason K-State doesn't, hear me out on this one. Say K-State goes out, wins a Big 12 championship in back-to-back seasons. I would say we lose two games max if that's the case. Maybe three on a stretch here. If you miss the college football playoff, Will Howard has another year of eligibility to come back. One of the best quarterbacks, if we win the Big 12... I think Will Howard's a real Heisman considerate quarterback, Heisman finalist, excuse me. We have guys coming back with eligibility, with excitement, with energy. K-State is just maybe, what, five years away from being able to reasonably bring in five stars, four stars, and five stars and develop them. I mean, Chris Clemens made money developing two and three star athletes into top players. Think if he does that with guys who start as four and five star recruits. All I'm saying, and I didn't mean to make this a whole Will Howard episode at first, but Seeing that video made me realize how excited I am for Will Howard. And I'm going to put it out there right now. My prediction for Will Howard is that, one, he's the best quarterback in the Big 12. I think he's easily the best quarterback in the Big 12 this year. I think he stands, maybe not even leaps and bounds ahead of the rest of the pack, but it's known across the league that Will's the best guy. Not Jalen Daniels, not Dylan Gabriel, not Quinn Ewers, Will Howard. Second prediction, I think he's a Heisman finalist. I don't know if he wins because there's obviously a bunch of biases there. I think he's a Heisman finalist, and I think K-State wins another Big 12 championship. There's a lot of opportunity here, and I just wanted to make this video to say how blown away I am with Will Howard's progression and progress. So guys, that's pretty much going to be this episode. I know it was just a lot of, like, kind of a history lesson here and personal excitement, but I did want to talk about that. Like, I think we've got every opportunity to be a college football playoff team, to have the best quarterback in football. That's what a real possibility looks like, and we are less than a month away from that, guys. Mark your calendars, get excited, get your beers, get your cheese dip, whatever you need to enjoy that. We'll come back next week, and I believe we're going to talk a little bit of preseason debuts from some K-State players. Obviously, you'll see Deuce Vaughn, Felix this weekend. You might see Josh Hayes out there, Cade Warner, a couple guys like that. Julius Brents, depending on injury, how he's going to shake out. We're going to see some guys to talk about, so next week we will come back and talk about that. But thank you guys so much for joining us in today's episode. I hope you have a wonderful day, and go Cats!